So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price on the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag on skittle, the skittle. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no sin. Automatic. All this trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 360 in a minute. Then I punch on the gas a little harder. What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Fast Eat Below Average podcast. My name is Kamish. Uh, my name is Archie. Yeah, dude. I Every time I say it now, it's like... I realize how much I've locked myself into that name, and it just doesn't—it doesn't fit. But you know you what? Switch it? it. I'll be Archie. You be Kamish. <laughs> or do I just go? <laughs> not like a—not like a complete switch, but I'm talking about a different name. Well, I do and I don't because it's like I, we're weirdly hmm. kind of known by this. Like I remember every time we go out to uh, Colorado, which is twice ever, basically since graduation. I guess more. Um, but twice for the tailgates and twice since we started FNBA and people come up and they'll, they'll be like, who's Archie and who's Kamish? And then I did have one guy come up and say that he recognized my voice from the podcast. And so I immediately started I've had that once as well. Did yeah. You? So maybe we need to start speaking with British accents. That was not a good British accent. I like it, <laughs> but I like the enthusiasm. Um, I think we could, we could try and switch your name or i think what would make it flow a little bit better is just if we had if we started the podcast the same way every time that way we don't get in this weird conversation that we've had literally every single podcast yeah well i think it's because i've been dwelling on it a lot i just think about it every time we haven't had the conversation about the names i mean i do always say that like my name actually isn't kamish because that'd be a weird move by my parents to name me that but well it's swedish right uh, Kamish? Yeah. I, I guess so. Actually, and now that I think about it, it's kind of like you, you can't really give yourself your own call sign, right? So I do think about from that aspect, what name would we give each other? Uh, if we were giving each other call signs? Well, like, yeah. It doesn't, not a call sign, but like for like a podcast call sign like a, or podcast names. I don't At know. this kind of asking a lot. Well, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not putting you on the spot. At this point, I realize though we could probably use our own names. And it wouldn't. It just wouldn't matter because I realize with like ten thousand people following us on Instagram and whatever else, most of those people don't know me. And that's true. But I kind of like the uh, pretending like I need to be incognito, even though I don't. It makes me feel special. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you brought an interesting and fun little twist to this podcast. We've been saying for a long time we're going to get interviews back, and we have been um, looking into doing some of those, but you want to go ahead and break the news about what we're doing today? Yeah, so towards the end of this podcast, so stay tuned, we have a non-academy commissioned officer uh, that we're going to be asking some questions, academy-related, non-academy-related what it's like to go to ROTC at a school that has, you know, a football team that throws the ball on third and 10, um, a whole bunch of slew of questions that we're going to be asking him. So it should be, uh, should mix it up a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Um, and we're just going to go from there, but a little, a little bit of a mix up can never be a bad thing. I do feel like, <laughs> I do feel like it's a, uh, a little bit pretentious of us to do this because the majority of officers don't come from the air force Academy. So I'm trying to think of an equivalent without sounding even more pretentious, but I feel like it's it's sort of like going to a hospital or having having people at a hospital like doctors bring in just dudes off the street and being like, "Hey, what's it like being not a doctor?" I don't know. That's that, <laughs> well, that, I, that made it way more pretentious. Oh, it sounds super pretentious, but okay, fine. How about this? It's like a it's like okay. a CEO of a Fortune 500 company bringing in a homeless guy and being like. What's it like to run your, you know, panhandling on the corner of the street? Yeah, I guess the, the better That's not pretentious at all. I guess the better equivalent would be like a Starbucks barista bringing in uh, a barista from... A-hole. Yeah, I, okay. All right, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so bad with this uh, comparison. Okay, it'd be like a burrito roller 
from Cadoba bringing in a burrito roller from Chipotle would okay, be the best. That's thing. fair. I think we can agree on that one. Yeah, but obviously so that's... we're Chipotle, and ROTC <laughs> right. is Qdoba. Yeah, and that's what we're working with here. So uh, we'll yeah. we'll bring that guest in and uh, in a little bit. So stay tuned. Yeah. So uh, we've been doing a ton of football talk, and the biggest issue that I think I have had with it, um, in terms of frustration with myself, is that the timeliness I've had of getting these podcasts out and then people listening to it like a week later. By the time we get that news out, it's already old news, and it's and we basically bring up problems that are answered within within a few days of the podcast being released. But a couple of things that I did want to mention um, just about the football season so far, and with camp and everything that's going on, I am extremely happy. I'm back on Troy Calhoun, and I don't know where this comes from. He's coming up on a contract year. Um, 2021 is when his contract is up, but he's also on coming off of two losing seasons right now. And so he kind of clammed up. I suspected a long time ago that a lot of that came from um, having interim ADs and kind of uncertainty and maybe not working with the academy. And there was some investigations that, I mean, I don't want to speculate on them, but, you know, there's it, it. I always find that when you're investigating entire teams, there is a witch hunt element that goes into it um and so that could be that could cut you as as a coach you know you could feel a little bit betrayed like if you're telling the academy hey i'm gonna take care of my guys um you know i'm gonna make sure that they're on the straight and narrow and all that stuff and then all of a sudden boom we're we're investigating you guys you know that can cause a little bit of distrust but i have been really happy with um with Troy Calhoun's talking to the media and letting us know what's going on. The big issue right now still is who is going to be the starting quarterback. That's the biggest issue in my mind um, between Donald Hammond III and Isaiah Sanders. Um, A lot of other positions. So we had a little bit of a shakeup with our wide receivers. I know a guy who I was super high on, um, Zane Lewis on defense, there was some talk about him being, um, his position being taken by Elijah Palm. Um, whose twin brother coincidentally plays the same position, uh, just on the opposite side of the field. And then, obviously, we've had Mo Fafita, who I've also been high on since last year, um, now being named to the Polynesian Football Player of the Year watch list, which is really cool. And then there's some big news about Jordan Jackson as well. So, across the board, Air Force football is looking fantastic in my mind. Um, And I'm really happy. And so, hopefully, I think what I just said, I think all of that, maybe aside from the Zane Lewis news and aside from not having a quarterback named yet, uh, I don't suspect them naming one until game time even then. Uh, but I think all this should ring pretty true no matter when you listen to the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> But the countdown's on, man. The countdown is on. The t- countdown's definitely on. We're approaching 10 days out. And just to touch on the portion you were talking about with allegations stuff, I think you'd be hard-pressed, whether it be Army, Navy, or Air Force, to look back over a 10-year span or really maybe even over a coach's lifespan at any of the academies and see one that made it through without even like the slightest type of investigation or allegation and i think it's just because there's so they recruit so many people way more than any other team that you're naturally going to have uh cadets or midshipmen there that either aren't cut out for it or don't have the sounds as lame as it, as it is to say like the the values or the vision to be able to be a player on that team. So I think naturally you're going to have issues that develop, not saying that's right or wrong, but um, I think it's only a matter of time, you know, before any three of the main service academies kind of have those issues. They happen on all the teams, but just due to the severe volume of players on football team, I think that's going to happen a little bit more naturally. And as far as you have something to talk about on that, yeah, no, I that's that's a really good point. I agree with that. I think the other thing is is that when we're talking about the media, so you have have media coverage that's that's used to focusing. On, I mean, I say used to focusing on um, public school programs, but it's just a little bit different when you're dealing with a service academy uh, versus a civilian school because obviously any sort of punishment, any sort of investigation, it gets brought up right away to the military level. That's it's really tough for them to keep things in house. Whereas at other schools, okay, we'll deal with it, um, you know, on, on the football football team. So uh, I think that's a huge difference, too, is that these investigations, when they go to ask questions, they don't just go to Troy Calhoun. They go to General Silveria and the Commandant and whatever else. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, 
as great as, it, as great as it is when one of the teams is doing awesome and they're beating the other two service academies and winning bowl games, um, and people want to write and talk about those stories, they're even quicker to look for the negative things that happen within the football programs. And because the football programs are the ones that make the money, they're the ones that pay the coaches. You know, the classic fact is that the service academy coaches get paid the highest in the DOD. Um, just because of that sheer fact, if there is even any issue within the team itself, the chemistry of the team, then they're going to be the first on the chopping block and people are going to want to, you know, start questioning the, do we need, even need football teams? Is it right to be paying the coaches this much and all that stuff? So everybody loves them when they're winning and everybody is quick to uh, put them down when they're losing. Yeah, I hate that question, by the way. Do we even need a football team? <laughs> well, we saw that a little bit with uh, Army's player with the Jets. Is that what it, who it is? Uh, Eagles. Or the Eagles, yeah. Um, I was thinking about bad teams that wear green. Uh, what... What's that guy's name? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, and by off the top of my head, I mean, I can find it really quick. Well, um, long story short, they ultimately Brett, decided they were... Brett Toth or Toth. Yeah, they were ultimately going to let him play this year, right? And he's on the Eagles, or at least compete for a spot. And, yeah. uh, you know, just like we saw, whether it be with uh, Austin Cutting recently, or um, Garrett Griffin, or uh, Jalen Robinette, uh, we've talked about it a million times is, you know, there, there should really be no question here. And it's, you're just going to get the classic people saying is, is playing tight end for the Eagles more important than being a infantry officer. I mean, the answer is yes. So get over Well, it. and so, and just to kind of double down on that. Yeah. He's an engineer is his job. So yeah. <laughs> not, not to say engineers aren't important, but it's like, dude, it's just going to be biding his time before he gets a chance to play on the one of the biggest stages in the country and, the, the, and represent yeah. West Point and represent one of the Army. greatest marketing tools you could possibly have. Football and America and the, the military—it's all like in one and the same, you know. And that combining yeah. all three is is marketing like you read about in the history books. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did have want to run through. A couple of topics. It's pretty lighthearted today because I think we were going to take some time with that interview. First thing that happened, uh, puppies. That's an FNBA thing now. <laughs> and how did we not think of this sooner? We are huge dog guys. And some girl, I don't see, I don't even remember now. This happened the other day. Some girl sends us a picture and just kind of randomly, I think she asked if we made dog collars or what dog What was the first one? I don't even remember goes, what started the avalanche. That's what it was. Some girl asked, um, hey, do you guys sell dog bandanas? And I was like, no, we don't. But, you know, I have a lab and um, and you're a big dog guy. I know you're, you had a family lab and, and that kind of thing. And so um, I said, no, but it's something that we've always wanted to make. And she goes, oh, my dogs will love it. And she sends us the picture of her dogs at the core values. Oh, and that's like, what Wait it was. A minute. Yep. This is awesome. And so I put that up and then um, we started getting just countless it was it was legitimately hard to keep up and then the other issue became when people would send us pictures of their dog and then they would and then we would tag them but then they would say oh here's my dog's instagram account <laughs> so now we got to tag their dog and then by the time the story was like completely full we were still getting all these and i'm just like all right i can't i cannot in my heart turn down a dog and i you said the same thing you're just like i can't say no like i have yeah, to post every yeah. dog um one girl did send us a cat and i'm debating <laughs> it i don't know i'm not a cat guy i know you don't mind cats i, know you I don't cats, mind them but uh, just yeah i mean we had a we had a nice steady flow going you know and you don't know who you're gonna offend by putting a picture of a cat up on your instagram story yeah, well, and so here was, here was the other thing, and this was kind of, like, my introspective, like, kind of not, I, I would say maybe taking it a little too seriously thought, but it's, it was just, like, dogs are awesome. They're just the best, and if you can get one, it's, like, you can't have one the entire, I know some colleges, like, people will have them if they live in a house, like, somebody will get a dog and that kind of thing, but getting a dog after you graduate uh, whether it's right after or a few years or whatever, it, I gotta be honest, it's the best feeling. And I would argue I got my dog way too soon. I got my dog <laughs> graduated in May, got her in August, and 
and it was just but it's just been the best and so i think it's so great and it's so cool having you know so many people who have their dogs and want to show them off and all that kind of stuff so that's been really fun i think what we'll do is next monday we've we've got like 30 or 40 more in the queue right now and people are still sending them um and the one thing if you're listening to this you haven't sent us your dog and you're going to send us your dog just send us the picture and this this is also difficult because if it's mostly applies to instagram but if you're sending us the picture send it don't reply to the story and send your dog because another thing that i was doing um and this is probably kind of boring radio right now but I would send the picture back to them so that way I would have it attributed and it's not just like saved in my pictures um, and and then people would be like why did you just send me this picture of my dog that I just sent you and I was like oh it's so I know who to tag next week but whatever um, so yeah that's really cool and I I, I mean obviously it's kind of like the inventory is limited I don't know there's how many people have dogs how many people are willing to send in their dogs but I am super down to keep this going as long as we possibly can yeah, and just full disclosure, we're going to miss some of the things that people send in, so don't take it personally. Yes, yeah, but we <laughs> legitimately try to. Another thing I wanted to talk about, the uh, logistics of Instagram and social media and running all this, I had a pretty big um, mess up this past weekend. Uh, we got a DM from a guy who he was asking a question about an order he placed on fast and below average uh average spelled avg.com where you can get all of your <laughs> fmba merch including army and navy play for second flags get those before the football season starts um, where do you get those fast and below average avg.com okay but so anyway so the guy dms us i answer him and all of a sudden i was walking back into my house because i answered the dm in my car and i was walking back in and i heard hello hello and it turns out i video called the guy uh on accident <laughs> in in the dms did you and talk I had, to a, him? had a nice little conversation with him i was like yeah man how's it going he was like cool so anyways and he was like yeah dude i don't really want to talk to you i just want your merch so but that was cool so that's a good thing if you ever have a question about your uh about your merchandise about your order whatever it is maybe you'll get a pocket dial from me who knows never know yeah um Okay, so the other thing I wanted to talk about was, oh, Boy. big news, big Huge. news for day one fans of the FNBA podcast. Finally, it happened. We, again, we're talking a lot about social media today. So we realized that our boy Lakota Wells, our day one, I think that was the first podcast we ever, we ever did where we brought his name up. We should go back just, and check. Yeah, just a... Just a freshman. It was one of the first few. I'm positive about that. So um, we were not following him, and I was like, oh, man, i got to throw throw our guy a follow. So I followed him, and then he accepted it and followed us back. So I definitely – I got butterflies. Like, I was that excited about it. Yeah, so was I. It was uh, it was probably the biggest moment in our FNB, FNBA careers. Yeah, and I wasn't even – like, once again, it's just so cool. I think we talked about this last time. It's so cool that we just kind of picked his name randomly. And uh, we've kind of followed him ever since. The one thing I do regret is that we didn't follow him more. I think yeah. it would have been, I think it would be hilarious. And I was thinking about this. Hilarious, but in a serious way. Because it's like, he's legitimately good. I'm legitimately a fan of his. And I'm really excited for him. I mean, he he looks, in my mind, and I, and for any we've we've gotten a little bit of flack on some of our football talk but i'm just gonna come out and say this he has the look of an nfl player and yeah, he's a first his, guy off the bus kind of player yeah um check the tire pressure on the bus at halftime that kind of thing <laughs> so he's kind of guy who's his blues shirt is like it's it looks three sizes too small but it's really just his normal size yeah he's the kind of guy who who makes sure that the referees are hydrated in mid-game, that kind of thing. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who, when his buddies run out of chicken tenders, he goes and, and sweet-talks the Mitch's ladies' workers into giving him more. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who, if his duelies don't bring him smokers, he just goes out and gets them himself and brings them back to the table. But keeps them for himself. Yeah, but keeps them for himself to teach everybody a lesson. 
about yeah. repairs. He's the kind of guy when he was a dually upperclassman greeted him. Yeah. Uh, now I'm trying to think of like a Chuck Norris joke. He's the kind of guy who <laughs> sleeps with a pillow under his gun. That kind of thing. Uh, but what is, what is funny is I would love to do this. I think uh, maybe this year or maybe even next year, I don't know, we'll pick a guy just like we did, a freshman, and just go all in on him. Just like a fan from day one. And it would yeah. be way it would be way better if it was just between us and the listeners and no one told this player. And we we just like featured him once a week, just like but don't even try to get to know him. Just just from afar, just be really big fans of his. And he's just like some random like special teams player. And he'd be well, like, the best part about us? the best part about Lakota Wills is that I I mean I I'm completely shooting from the hip here, which is what we do uh it's kind of our go-to but i don't think he was getting a ton of playing time when we even brought him up right? no he was a freshman he was yeah, he was dressing but he wasn't he wasn't getting a lot of playing the, time yeah the attrition rate's like 50 percent on the football team and not only is he still on the team but he's like getting gonna be getting active playing time and he's a big time player on the defense so it's it's cool to see not to mention imagine if we did that with a freshman that's a lot of pressure because if this kid's like i don't know if the academy's for me and i want to quit but he has these two random guys talking talking him up every week, then it might encourage him to stay. What if we did Which that? might not be the best thing for him. What <laughs> if, like, 20... No, but what if, like, thir, I guess it would be, like, more like 30 years from now, um, it's some four-star general, and he goes back to the academy and gives a speech in A-Hall, and it, you know how they all have some <laughs> kind of inspiring speech, like General Goldfine had a story about how he was, like, a screw up uh, during his freshman year because of his brother and stuff. Like his brother was an upperclassman and he was kind of following. Yeah, his like footsteps. John McCain was like a D student. Yeah, yeah, kicked out and all that. So what if it was some guy's story where he's like, yeah, you know, um, really just wasn't for me. I wasn't doing well. And then these guys who had a podcast just kept really hounding me, telling me they, they were big fans of mine and stuck it out. And here I'm a four star. <laughs> Like that would be Yeah, incredible. then everyone's like, You listen to podcasts? Like what a freaking old oldie. Yeah, what an old head. Like you didn't watch them through uh your contact lenses that you put in? Yeah. Well black mirror. Your F M B A podcast podcast or uh visual cast lenses. Yeah, that was, that was tough. Go to fastnyblowaverage.com yeah. in forty years to get them. Yeah, go to go to <laughs> fasty below average um on your contact lenses to buy more contact lenses that, that feature us. Um yeah. So yeah, I but I'm I'm really really excited about that, and I know it's going to be a big, big season for him. And finally, in football talk, this has been a big thing, and it's starting to pick up a little bit of traction on the very tiny segment of Twitter that is Air Force football Twitter. But there is no current hydration specialist, uh, formerly known as a water boy. I wanted to juice that term up a little bit. Because obviously we can't call them a water boy because, I, first of all, I think it's demeaning to call somebody a water boy when you consider the legacy and the heritage of who we've had with the Blue Bolt and then obviously the Khaleesi of water, um, you know, Sarah Bertles, who is was incredible. I, I just love them so much. So they just had such different styles of hydration. Um, really, the Blue Bolt was just kind of everywhere at once. He was hydrating referees. Uh, the coaches, the players, all that kind of stuff, just fast as lightning. But Sarah Bertles, I call her Khaleesi because she just reminded me a lot of that. Just dominant, really owned her screen time. Um, she primarily she also kind of knew who the top dog was and who she, she had did to hydrate. She did, yeah. She was. It she, wasn't the players. Yeah, she was in charge of Coach Calhoun's hydration. But here's the thing: when you're playing at seven thousand two hundred fifty-eight feet, how are you going to coach a team if you're not properly hydrated? So I yeah, really appreciated true. that. So. Yeah, we're calling him a hydration specialist. I'm excited to see who it is. I asked Air Force Football um, on Twitter. They haven't gotten back, but a few other people have. There's an Air Force super fan uh, who seems to be probably, I don't, I don't want to be rude, probably seems to be in his early 40s. We'll give him that. Um, and he has put his name in the hat. I think that could be an interesting thing to have a civilian. Have an outsider. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that could be a really good thing. Like, what kind of we always we always talk about that, right? We do like exchange programs uh, now with our OTC and that kind of stuff, and maybe we'll even find out from our ROTC guest what kind of perspective a civilian hydration specialist could bring. So, 
I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, but that's that's something we hope to figure out soon. I mean, the the position's wide open. Honestly, it's 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 anyone's game at this point. I don't think uh, they've really narrowed down what type of hydration specialist they're looking for or what they want their hydration specialist to look like. I don't think it matters. I just think whoever's going to provide H2O at the exact time that it needs to be provided is probably going to get the job. And we just hope that it, there's big shoes to fill after uh, the Blue Bolt and Sarah Bertle. So we hope that uh, we can keep the the tradition alive of, of probably the best hydration specialist in the Mountain West and maybe even in the NCAA. Oh, in the country. Yeah, without a doubt. Without an absolute doubt. Um, okay, cool. So that's all I wanted to get into. Folks, We are the countdown is on. It is almost no longer that time of year which was is our favorite term to say that we are not prepared for this podcast but we are almost going to be prepared by the virtue of watching football every saturday and some of those weird mountain west friday games um it's almost it's almost class schedule season right when they show it up on the screen cbs sports always does a really nice job with that showing the cadets who wake up at 0500 and aren't asleep until 0600 the next day like i i just can't wait yeah, I'm excited too. Cool. Uh, do you want to pause or just keep it rolling? I got uh, our guest right here. Okay, well, let's do it. All right, so uh, just introducing our guest. Like we said, we keep everything anonymous here, even though everybody probably knows. Some people probably know who we are and, and what we're doing, but uh, we're just going to call him Slayer uh, for reasons that we don't need to go into. So we have Slayer on the line. Uh, he is a current pilot in the air force um he is an rtc guy from a school that throws the ball we'll just leave it at that uh and uh we're gonna ask him some questions we we actually put a blast out on instagram to see um if people any of the followers had any questions so we're gonna get into those towards the end but initially we're gonna kind of do a litmus test asking slayer some normal academy terms and see if he can kind of derive what they are and what they mean so uh, Slayer, anything you want to say before we get into this? No, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Kind of low-key nervous, not going to lie. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about? No, I, w- I would be nervous, yeah. <laughs> How many people listened to the last one? 40,000? It was, yeah, I lost, well, see, I count them one by one, so I think I lost count at like 65,000 or something. I don't know. Okay, got it. Yeah, so really nobody's listening. Not, not a big deal. Um, just right off the bat, we're going to start where most uh, academy grad start is jack's valley do you know what jack's valley is yeah jack's valley is where the fire forges the academy cadets yeah i, I remember it well but i heard about it all the time <laughs> that's that i don't know if uh, general silveria is in his ear or what but that's like the textbook academy answer i think you could ask i for. heard it was harder than sear that's all i know <laughs> big facts all right um do you know what jack's hack is jack's hack i have no clue Kamish, can you uh, give him some insight? On Jack's hack? Yeah. So it's actually a sexually transmitted disease um, that you get by the virtue of shitting um, with no doors on the stalls. And it's an illness that you get where basically you just kind of hack a lot. Uh, It's pretty disgusting. And I don't think it's actually real, but they definitely propagate that rumor and you get told a lot about it during basic. Yeah. It's a sickness that people apparently pick up when they're at Jack's Valley where everybody starts coughing. So termed uh, or coined the term Jack's hack. All right. Um, while we're on the topic of basic, uh, do you know what a big bad basic is or who the big bad basic is and what they've done to earn that title? Can I just ask something about Jack's Valley real quick? Yeah. Yes. Does anybody ever get PTSD from Jack's Valley? I have it. Yeah. <laughs> in what regard still in your everyday life what do i uh yeah so every single day uh, i wake up in a cold sweat at five in the morning because uh, that's when the trains <laughs> go by and so i just think about it i lost a lot of good buddies there uh some of them it's just because they wanted to go to like the university of texas and stuff but you know <laughs> the attrition is real and it was uh it was a really brutal time in my life um peed in my sink uh, did other things in my sink. It was just, it, yeah, it was tough. Well, let me be the first to thank you for your service. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I don't do it for myself. I do it that others may live. <laughs> um, big, what was it, a big bad? Big bad basic. Big bad basic. Hmm. 
Uh, I actually have never heard this one either in all 10 years of being around Academy grads. Big Bad Basic is basically, uh, have you ever seen pictures of, they look like giant Q-tips and they're wearing like hockey pads? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's what a big, the Big Bad Basic wins that competition. Um, typically goes to like a baseball or football player. All right, this one should be easy. Uh, what is the terrazzo? Oh, commonly referred to as the Tizo. Uh, the terrazzo <laughs> is where all the cadets will march to class. I think underclassmen have to like do the Tizo shuffle. Damn, that, that was my next oh, question. No, okay. I'm already ahead of you. <laughs> shuffle. Um, and when I was up there last fall, I got to say, it was windy on that plane, Tizo. It's got to be cold in those Air Force uniforms. I feel bad for you guys. So what would you say that Tizo sailing is? Tizo sailing would probably be... If you have a dually on a skateboard and he's got some type of bed sheet and he hangs it into the wind and he gets cold on him. Just for people's reference, we literally didn't talk about this at all. So either he spent way too much time around Academy Wait, grads. That actually a thing? That's actually like, it. I actually got it? Yeah. No, I think it's mainly no, on so, dollies, right? So what it was, it was actually a horrible uh, plumbing accident. And from the years 1972 <laughs> to 1974, the entire cadet area was flooded. And so uh, we had to bring in a contingent of... Naval Academy midshipmen to build us boats, and we quite literally sailed to class. So, tough time. We don't have to talk about it, but that's what it is. But it's since transitioned to mainly dualies on their little dollies with bed sheets to sail across the Tizo when it's exceptionally windy. Um, okay, we already talked about Tizo shuffle, so you knock that one off the board. Uh, what are the wings of blue? Ooh, wings of blue. I think these are the pit wobs. Is that right? Pit wobs? Yeah, What's the parachute, parachute team wings parachute, of blue. Oh, parachute okay. Team, right? Parachute <laughs> team that gets the tattoo on their ass, that proposes to their girlfriend when they parachute into the academy. We've all seen the video. That's all supposed to be... Did you think that be... guy got laid that day? You must have. Can I say that on the podcast? <laughs> yes. All right, I'll keep it PG. No, uh, that's, everyone's, everyone's wondering the same thing. So uh, I learned something. I didn't know it was pit lob, but cool. Um... Okay, what are Falcon goggles? These are like deployed goggles. These are, you've been around the same five chicks all through <laughs> Jack's Valley. You've got mild PTSD. <laughs> Suddenly a four starts to look like an eight. And then you get even more desperate and you judge on the binary scale and you go one or zero. So Falcon goggles is essentially looking at, I don't want to say other chicks, but looking at chicks you otherwise wouldn't look at in Colorado Springs going to Pele. And cool, payway, shout out. Suddenly giving them a, a, Ned, a head break and snap look as they walk by. We're not so different. Do you have you anything to I, add on that? Knowing that. What? What did you say? I said we're not so different, you and I, knowing that. <laughs> Maybe ROTC and Academy guys can get along. Absolutely. Um, all right, last one. What is ACK Pro? Man, I thought you were going to ask me some toss ups like Golden B and like what that means, but. Act Pro. I've never heard of this one either. A-C-P-R-O. A-C-P-R-O. I have no clue. So it stands for Academic Probation. So if your GPA falls below a 2.0, or is it if you, if you get two Ds, I think that's the other, two Ds or worse, um, you put on Academic Probation where you're basically not allowed to leave base on the weekends. Uh, you have to do extra studying. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other things with it. Um, so basically Act Pro is what... Uh, all people try to avoid, and if you've never Archie, had to worry about Archie, not, not to interrupt you, but academic probation is like a thing everywhere. Like I'm pretty sure he knows what that is. He just said he didn't. You don't know. He didn't know the term, but they had ac academic probation at your school, right? Like, could that he be did, a status? Do you do you have to like walk the Tizo or no, 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 no? Okay. It's just like a. Yeah, I was on like a, I was on Act Pro probably within the first three weeks of every semester. There you go. Well, I didn't go to class. And I maxed out my absences. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that luxury necessarily. Yeah. Um, okay. We are going to just talk a little bit of some differences in ROTC and Academy. So we'll get to some of the questions that uh, we've been asked via the Instagram in a little bit. Um, but one thing I'm curious about is how often do you have to wear your uniform on campus? We were at, uh, let's see, junior, senior year, you had class Tuesday, Thursday, which was one hour, and then you had a lab for an hour and a half Wednesday, so three times, but about an hour a day. So a total of like three hours during Three the hours, max. yeah, that's max. Okay. What do, like, what do the girls generally think of a guy who is walking around in a ROTC uniform? 
Um, I would say 80%, 90% nerd. They call you a nerd. And then the dudes that wear the blues pretty well. We all know those kind of guys. Uh, the girls will dig that. So I'd say 90, 90% nerd, 10%. They dig it. Okay. Um, cool. Kamesh, anything to add before I continue? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to have, like, a, a little bit more of an open conversation. Like, I love the questions. But, like, just first and foremost, what do you think – do you think that you got everything – and not not to be too serious with the with the questions, but do you think you got everything that you could have by only doing uh, the program a few days a week? Like, do you think it's necessary for the to get ready to be an officer by going to class every day in a uniform and living the life that academy cadets do? Uh, no, I mean it's been proven it's not necessary, right? But um, <laughs> yeah, but I would say no, no. Uh, that's all I got for that one. I can't really expand too much on it. All right. Like when you showed up as a second lieutenant, I think we were all just as lost as the other oh, person. Oh yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think you learn most of it just kind of as as you do the stuff. But that's a good question. Um, so we already talked about how much time Rotsy took up, three hours a day, right? There had to be some stuff you did on the weekends sometimes. Um, no, there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice. Um. And then I was going to ask you what it's like to have a football team that throws the ball. So that is really nice. Uh, although my school, Harvard, west of the Mississippi, we did burn our football program down and fire our coach for no reason. Winning his coach in school history was fired. That was great. Um, but it is exciting to throw the ball to Josh Gordon and know he's going to score a touchdown on every play. Yeah, he's that a I may have just given away where you went. That's okay. <laughs> Bear down. Um, how many hours – freshman year did you sleep in the library oh man i don't think i touched the library until senior year when i had to get a d in spanish or i was going to be forced to enlist in the air force wait for real yeah Can i had to expand on that i had to bag my spanish teacher going into our final because we were too busy playing the newest halo that came out to study <laughs> and i had to beg him to give me a c minus and i had to explain to him if i got a d i would lose my commission and go enlisted in the air force and he bought it? He bought it, fortunately. <laughs> fortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, we did, I didn't do, go to the library. Thanks. You went to the library mainly to scout out talent because you knew all the pretty cute, smart girls were hanging out the library. Yeah, we mainly went to the library to hide from upperclassmen and to um, sleep. I don't know if that's still what it's like these days, but um, that's kind of that's that was the main use of the library when yeah. we were there. And I, d I do want to know uh, what our corner of the so Archie and I used to hang out in a corner that we called the clown corner and uh we got to some <laughs> shenanigans back there I think someone once defecated in a trash can back there it was just kind of a mess but I'd really like to know what the status is on that hopefully it's been fumigated since we left yeah I last I heard actually I was I forget who I was talking to but they said there's like no books anymore like they cleared it out completely yeah it's 2019 well I know that but it's kind of surprising that I mean, I feel like libraries are the only people that just hold on to the fact that they think people are going to read books. Nerds. All right. Uh, should we get into some of the questions from people on Instagram? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, some of these can just be rapid fire because we've already talked about some of them. But uh, do you ever pick up on various academy-isms just from exposure to grads? If so, what are some of them? All right. I'm going to rapid fire you. Tizo, Mitch's, Hamsters, Dooley, Golden Bee, Cosmonaut, Pitwob, Wings of Blue. Uh, so yes, absolutely. What was the Cosmot? Cosmonaut? Uh, co cosmonaut? You know what that oh, Commandant. Not Commandant. Cosmonaut. Someone out there will know what this is. I was told to ask him to ask him. <laughs> cosmonaut. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the time. I went to pilot training with a bunch of Academy guys, so it was kind of fun. I actually used to uh, try to fool people and they asked me where I went to school. I'd say the academy because I knew many, so many buzzwords. And I'd ask them, you know, what, what squad were you in? And then they would obviously ask me the same question. And I wouldn't know what any squads were. So I would just say Talon 12. And they would, kind of, <laughs> they would look at me kind of funny. And then we'd just move on. And then I'd ask them about how their Jack's Valley experience was. And they looked at me funny. Like, yeah, Which is because nobody asks each other that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny to, to think about all the buzzwords. <laughs> that is funny. All right, uh, next question. Do you know what NCLS is? 
CLS, no. Is it National Cadet Leadership Summit? Is that what it stands uh, for? Character and Leadership Seminar. It's basically where it sounds they... Sounds like a booze fest. It's not. Uh, it's basically where they bring in a bunch of speakers to the academy, and they'll have, like, ROTC kids and A&M kids uh, come in for the week. And for us at the academy, it's like, how can I get out of this briefing to go sleep and do nothing? And you got to imagine the kids that volunteer to go to this thing. You can probably think of a few from your ROTC oh, detachment. Yeah, Nerds. yeah they're, Nerds. they would stand up and ask like four part questions when we're all trying to leave. So, uh, sir, how are you going uh, to solve the pilot retention crisis? <laughs> Dude, sit down. Um, exactly. I did hear, actually, did hear about that. I didn't hear about the name, but I did hear about the conference that all the ROTC kids would go to and all the academy kids would like, brace in fear and salute the ROTC cadets. Does that? Is that... No. Mm. I mean,. I don't think so. All my buddies got saluted the whole time at the academy. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, the weird one is our prep school. I don't know if it's still like this, but one of their ranks is look looks like a colonel rank, right? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> well, I was gonna say so another another rank, and I will say this. Uh, I'll have to the jury's still out on whether or not I'm gonna keep it. But the rank uses, it's just like JROTC rank or something, because, I mean, it's just like you're there for 10 months and it's whatever. And it's two circles that are conjoined on the hat, and it's a cadet candidate technical sergeant. And so uh, because it's two little balls on there, we call them a cadet testicle sergeant. So. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Okay, next question, just really quickly. What's normal college like? It's awesome, full of video games, drinking, sleeping in. I think I'd average go to class around 10 a.m., and that's after skipping the first two. And then I'd have to max out my, I'd max out my absences in the next two weeks of every, or the first two weeks of the semester. And then I would be, like, forced to go to class. That was, like, my motivation to go to class. So it's kind of like how I would dig myself in a hole and then have to work myself out of it. However, I had to go to class the entire time and had to like do everything the way I had to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You set your schedule up. You try not to have class on Fridays. Uh, your class from nine to two, I'd say, with lunch, and then you go play flag football and drink and play Halo. It was dope. <laughs> I probably learned nothing. I had a two point <laughs> seven GPA, so that's uh, cool. How much do academy grads annoy you, or are you secretly jealous? Um, I think secretly jealous, probably, because the free education and no student loans is dank. Yeah, that's probably the one benefit. Uh, are we allowed to give out an honorary um, class ring, like a ooh, diploma? that'd be nice. I don't know, but shower time, do you have like a keychain we can give to him? I mean, we can give him some yeah. merch. There you That'll go. get him close enough. I told a couple of my academy buddies I was going to be on the podcast, and they were like, no way, dude. And then they called me an idiot, <laughs> but they're probably gonna listen. So. Well, good. Maybe we'll. One's an AOC at the academy right now. <laughs> I told him to give me some dirt, some political dirt, and he refused. Damn, we could have been breaking news. Yeah. Damn, I'll have to have you on again. Um, who plays for second? Ooh, I'd say Army for second. I know you guys say Army Navy for second, but Army plays for second, Navy plays for third. Uh, that's probably true. Uh, Nothing was more depressing in my college experience when my junior year, no, sophomore year, we lost to Army at home, and it was fourth down. We were losing by a touchdown with like a minute to go, and our quarterback slid like three yards before the first down marker. <laughs> and then Army went wild. It was very Wait, so Army beat you guys? Oh, at home, absolutely. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. All right. Uh, I mean, we never lose to Army, right? So whatever. Uh, how did you cope when you got your USAFA rejection letter? <laughs> I kind of knew it was going to happen. I did you actually apply? I, oh, absolutely. 100%. I would have gone if I got accepted for sure. No hope? Yeah, no hope. Okay. I wasn't that smart. Uh, so now, one thing I do want to kind of give you a caveat on that. Uh, the kid who asked this question, in his bio, it says that he is a pilot training student. So maybe you can ask him how it feels to... Uh, to fail out if you make a few calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. Um, were you in? I don't know what this is. Were you in Arnold Air Society? And if so, do they have any wild stories from it? Do you have any wild stories? That's from a it? great question. They asked me to be in the Arnold Air Society, and I wanted to be in it just to wear that cool little orange and blue, or that blue and yellow cord over your shoulder. But then when I figured out I had to do extra ROTC commitment, I just said thanks, but no thanks. And See where we come from. If you have a cord around your shoulders, it means you're a loser. Yeah, that's how I saw it too. 
but it looked cool. Wait, what <laughs> wild stories would come from doing extra ROTC stuff? The only thing I've heard about Arnold Air that could be wild is they have a national conference where all the schools get together somewhere once a year, and I heard it gets pretty boozy. Oh, uh, okay. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, advice for ROTC cadets trying to get a pilot slot. The, as long as you are not blind and you're not colorblind, then you'll probably get one because there's a hashtag pilot crisis. So <laughs> I think you'll be fine. All right. Uh, and then last question is, we kind of already said this, but thoughts on the academy? Uh, Very general. Yeah, it's it's dope. I was up there watching a football game. It's cold. I don't know how the cadets watch games in those uniforms when it's freaking 38 degrees and 25 knot winds. But, yeah, it's a beautiful campus and had a good time. And Shoot, I would have gone if they would have accepted me. So I can't say anything bad about it. Awesome. Kamish, you have any closing thoughts before we let Slayer go? Yeah, here, here was here was another here was another uh, question from another cadet. How much more proud would your parents be of you if you went to the academy? That's a brutal question. That's a good question. <laughs> you know, they'd probably be a little more proud because I have a well, you know, I would say less proud because I think I would have failed out of the academy for sure. Yeah, I definitely would have failed out. And then I wouldn't have been a college graduate, so and, um we actually have a question from, this is weird, it's from a fifth grader at the elementary school that's at the academy, like there's an elementary school on campus yeah. there, and uh, Johnny says, when you got rejected from the academy, did your parents call you dumb? Well, I think they already knew I was kind of dumb, so I don't think it was like shocking news to them that I got rejected. All right, well, yeah. there you go. Um, okay, this question comes from... Nigerian royalty at hotmail.com. What <laughs> I have I have ten million dollars to give to you. All you have to do is give me your credit card information. So Oh well, I'm current on my information assurance CBT, so I'm not gonna <laughs> reply to that question. Okay. Uh last question um comes from your RTC detachment. And they said, can you please stop representing all of us? Uh, you're making us look bad. <laughs> yeah, that probably checks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one more question uh, from Stacy. It says she's currently a cadet in Baylor's ROTC program. Hey, why didn't you call me afterwards? <laughs> I have some really big news to tell you, and also you need to get yourself tested. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not true because we had an unofficial rule that we didn't date ROTC girls. Nothing wrong with them, but right. you know, a lot of fish in the pool. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a comment actually. I'm amazed that Cadet Squadron 25 is still called the Red Eyes. Is that, are they called the Red Eyes? Rock hard. Rock hard. That seems, in the age of Me Too, that seems slightly inappropriate. Anyway. There's a few, I think there's a few other ones. Even, like, uh, like the Black Panthers is a squadron. And I don't know. I, don't, I guess that's less problematic, like but it still Panthers. seems problematic. Cool. Shout out to the Pink yeah. Panthers. There's a few, right? Well, like, there were a lot that have already been nixed. Like, Seven used to be Seagram Seven. And now it's Shadow Seven. Is that true? Yeah, it was based. It was named off the alcohol. Was it like a cease and desist situation, or was it like trying to get away from? The no, it was like a uh, a PC situation. Okay. But I'm sure there were more that have been switched since then. Cool. I could be wrong though. Uh, you have any questions for us? Uh, no, but I do want to shout out. I think you guys were talking about Olympic bobsledding last episode, and Justin Olson, Olympic bobsledder, gold medalist, went to the academy in 2006. Played on the football team, didn't graduate, but there you go. He's your Olympic gold medalist bobsledder. That is. Wait, he went to the academy, but he didn't graduate. Right. Oh, gotcha. Where do you go after that? Uh, straight to the Olympics. I think he went to the Olympics, and he's famous now. <laughs> Those bobsledders are really bringing in the dough. They so. do. Yeah. And my boy Andrew Pipes, class of 2008. Shout out. Shout out, Pipes. Beast on the defensive line. We know he's listening. Uh, cool. Kamish, anything else to add? No, this has been fun. We'll have to have you back um, to maybe talk some Falcon football. Yeah. Uh, Slayer is constantly on the Academy football forums. Mm -hmm. um, it's how he tries, it's how he practices. 
his faux academy profile so when he's meeting new people out in the big blue air force he can say that he was in uh the barnstormers of squadron 23 um 2009 hub p51 <laughs> he was a stand he was a stan eval uh M- mwr guy at the same time mm-hmm. uh he was on the handball team and he hated the walk from uh lower two dig up to uh vandenberg oh, so that was brutal yeah thank god i <clears throat> lived inside john uh, the more we do this, the more I think we need to contact Jostens to get Slayer here a uh, Academy ring, honorary. I completely agree. And actually, um, maybe we can get him a ring dance date for next year. We'll just have him send him in. Whoa. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> I really want one of those little super small jackets that y'all wear, all the alum wear at the football games with their gear on it. The so A-jacket. the thing is, is yeah, uh, they're not supposed to be super small. I think the, the wear just gets bigger. <laughs> well, if you uh, go to fastneedbelowaverage.com in about a month, we're going to have a jacket crew neck sweatshirts. So you can fit right in and it'll fit and it'll be comfy. Done. All right, cool. Kamish, anything to add for our boy Slayer? Awesome. No. Once again, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. That was a good time. All right. See ya. Um,. Yeah, so that was awesome. Uh, shout out to Slayer for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, I think that was good because I realized that we don't talk we don't talk to enough Rotsy guys, and we do have some solid Rotsy listeners. There's actually one guy who always hits us up and talks trash from Boulder. Uh, so I guess shout out to him. We'll give him his like two seconds a two seconds of shout out. Let's close this out uh, and do a little minutes. All right. Um, for all your fast, neat, below average gear. We've already pressed it enough. Go to the website. A lot of good stuff up there. We're actually going to be putting out some new designs this probably following Monday. And we're going to continue to run some discounts for you guys as the as the season approaches. But one of our favorite times of year is whether it be a tailgate, whether it be guys doing a flyover, uh, whether it be guys deployed especially, uh, is getting the merch out to you guys so then we can get pictures from all over the place. And it's, it's like probably the most rewarding thing for us to see some of that stuff. We had... Uh, I already, we put we put up a post yesterday, but you know to see a FNBA flag, you know, airborne with a strike eagle or with an A10, that kind of stuff, or the crews doing the flyovers, it's just that's awesome. Cool. Well, that's all we got for this week. So strap in for Air Force football coming up soon. Welcome to Thin Air. So yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. It's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I'm doing my thistle, my nizzle, my nizzle. I work me the price down the middle, the middle. I keep me a bag of skittles, the skittles. Trying to get you a radical feeling. A real automatic, it came with no sin. Automatic. All the trapping, it got you offended. I'm trapping a 3-6-0 in a minute. Then I punch on the gas a little harder.